Hello everyone, welcome to the latest edition of Europe's Home of Wrestling Belt podcast uh, with myself, uh, Phil Taylor, one of the admin of the group, along with one of our newest members of the admin team. Uh, we won't go too much into that in a moment because I know it's one of the questions for later. Um, Mr Bob Ricks. Hi everyone. Um, we've got a load to go through um, since the last one. Craig is going to be doing the next one. And whether it's dodgy psychic, Pete will be with him, I'm not quite sure. But I think, as I understand it, we're going to be doing it every two weeks. So, so hopefully you'll all tune in and, and keep following the podcast regularly. Um, so we'll obviously go from um, the, the weekend before last. Has it been two weeks now? Um, I think it has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, as you all were aware, it was our SummerSlam uh, meet-up down in Boreham Wood. As well as um, Craig's little lad Owen's christening, of which myself was fortunate enough to be asked to be godfather. Um, what did you think of the weekend? I thought it was really good. Um, again, it's just nice to get everyone together and just have a, a good old chat about wrestling and, and watch SummerSlam. And yeah, just absolutely brilliant again. Yeah, it was a really great weekend. We was A lot of us were down there for the Friday. Uh, we all went to our favourite place, Elvacaro. Oh. Um, we ate a load. Some of us ate a load more than others. Um, but it was just a really chill weekend. The Friday was was, was sound. Um, we got to watch a bit of football, and then the Saturday, of course, was the christening and the um, the barbecue afterwards. But again, I just just want to take the opportunity to sort of like say a massive thank you to Claire and Craig uh, for asking me to be um, Godfather to Owen, and something that we'll I'll obviously just going to take seriously. I'm f- Fortunate enough to be Godfather three times now, also to a, a young Mister Freddie Ricks, yeah, uh, Bob's son. So that's also just as cool, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it is really an honour. So again, thank you very much um, for that. Um, barbecue went well as well, I think, didn't it? The food was absolutely amazing. To be fair, Craig did take over, as I kind of thought he would. Uh, left to me, James and Pete, it probably wasn't the best idea. So, um, although I think I turned over more. Uh, kebabs and Pete and James did so there you go but no Craig took control and as always he knows how to do a barbecue uh, and again the Saturday was just, just really chilled uh, loads of karaoke as I'm sure you've all seen on the group um, Bohemian Rhapsody me Craig and James was probably the highlight for me you was awful you can't karaoke to save your life but there I you know. go well some of us have had more experience than others at singing in front of a group of people haven't well, yeah I'm sure as you all know well most of you will know I have been in a band um, previously um, and I'm still waiting to do it with Mick Bailey as well so I'm sure we'll get down to that at some point point. and then of course we had the Sunday which was the wrestling at first yeah. pro wrestling clash pro wrestling clash which uh, I think is to most people who went was possibly the first ever indie show um, and it did not disappoint I'm not going to lie it was the atmosphere was great again orchestrated by us all um yeah it was just a really really good event and obviously the highlight had to be young cassius we will definitely come on to well probably should phrase that a little bit better but we will definitely get on to cassius a little bit later on because i'm sure in the questions section that we've got towards the end of the podcast he is mentioned yeah. um we'll we'll touch on him briefly everybody loved him yeah what a character I thought when he first come out, 
I think as most people did, like this match was going to be maybe a squash match, it was going to be over quick, and it, it did not go that way at all. I don't know if they changed the the outcome of the, the, the fact, I, I don't know, just because of how over Cassius got it with us, but it was, it was brilliant. For those of you that's not heard of Cassius before and you, you've not seen the, the posts on the group, um, how would you describe Cassius? Is he kind of like, he's like Velveteen Dream on a copious amount of speed. That's yeah. the, I think that's how I could describe him. And um, yeah, he got like a little bit of, I don't know, it was just very out there. A little bit Tyler Breeze-ish maybe. Yeah, there's a, there was a couple of wrestlers you could kind of, kind of like throw into the mix. Um, but whatever it is, it, it it's just really great, and it went down really, really well. And of course, he went over as well. So, and again, um, if you've obviously if you've not seen the pictures and you've not heard of him, um, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but we only noticed on the drive back from Bournemouth yeah. that he actually appeared on a league of their own. He did, um, where he teamed up with Jack Whitehall. Um, to in in the in the final round and it was quite weird because I must have watched that program because I and I've seen it yeah and it was just really strange I, to then I've definitely it. seen that episode but you just did I didn't put two and two together um, the rest of the st- we went last year um, for Craig's little lad juniors christening and we went to Pro Clash on the Sunday as well um, Clash at the beach it was the room was stuffy aircon didn't work. The wrestling wasn't all that great, to be honest, but this one was a million times better. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, loads of crowd participation. Uh, we had the, the hashtag, where's Drake? Yeah, still don't know where he is. Still don't know where Drake is. Um, and also, hashtag, where's our logo? That went down um, like, <laughs> like a lip balloon a bit, didn't it? But, well, there you go. So yeah, thoroughly coming away from that, we really enjoyed that, and then of course it was down to the SummerSlam meet, which I know we we've been working really hard on for for quite a while, none more so than Craig and Claire. They really put a lot of effort into it. The admin team worked really really hard. Um, from the people, the feedback from the people that were there, they've they thoroughly enjoyed it. What did you think? Yeah, so obviously it was a little bit different to uh, the Rumble one. Um, I think more. More so because of the unexpectancy you get in in a Royal Rumble, but um, obviously there were certain highlights that we were we were looking for, or more looking forward to than others. Um, None more so than obviously I think we'll get to it later on. There's a question about it, but about the fiend Bray Wyatt and the the room was silent through his entrance, and I just thought it was it was something different because there was no one of that what's going to happen type thing with like that you get with the Royal Rumble but and the atmosphere was still great the fancy dress was fancy amazing. dress went up 100% from the yeah. last year uh, from the Rumble um I'm again I'm sure you must have seen it on the group and also on um Twitter and Instagram as well um we had the admin team come out as NWO which I thought everybody did really well on. Yeah. Except for my wig, maybe. That's it. That was a little bit questionable as a yeah. Kevin Nash wig. Very, very more twisted sister than Kevin Nash. Yeah, but, a, bit, a bit too much hairspray. Um, yeah. I, you know, the, the NWO was fantastic, even though you did 
try and blank me with the click sign did, until until James decided to do it, and then then you decided to do it. Um, obviously, I've, I've I've got it down there for some. Obviously, there's a question a little bit about it, but I think the other, everyone who got involved, man, not so amazing, but you know, I think I looked. I put a bit of effort into it. Um, People gave it a go, um, yeah. and that's what it's all about—just just giving it a go. And a lot for a lot of people, that kind of thing is coming out of their comfort zone. And of course, we can't really speak about the fancy dress without talking about Alex. Um, he came as two. He came as Rikishi, and he came as uh, the American Dream, Dusty Rose. And I had massive respect for him yeah. for doing it. Um, I know it was hard for him to do, but he he put all his fears aside and he did it. And the group as a whole really appreciates him for what he, from what he did. Um, unfortunately, we, we couldn't get a like on Twitter or Instagram off uh, Cody or Dustin about it, which was a shame because that would have been really that would have capped yeah. it off. But massive respect for you for doing it. The the, the weekend was, for yeah. me it was brilliant. I I really enjoyed it. And one thing I I think we've we've never mentioned really, but obviously Craig and Claire have put so much effort into into the weekend which was absolutely fantastic and I think someone I think Kenny deserves a little bit of a shout out for all the getting everyone's music together. Superstar uh, DJ Kenny. Yeah, for to get everyone's mu- entrance music ready yeah. for for the fancy dress and um, just keeping just keeping everyone taken through obviously yeah. the microphones and, and getting being able for, for everyone to get up and actually speak so I think massive shout out to him for to getting all that because there must have been a little bit of time and effort in getting everyone's uh, entrance yeah. themes and obviously the karaoke on the uh, on the Saturday so yeah Anna as well she um, helped you know do her part she was cl- helping clean up and keeping everywhere tidy and um, Claire massive thank you for the, the, all the food that yeah. she did and all that as, as I say don't want to keep saying it but it, it was it was a really great weekend so, we kind of need to go over the SummerSlam card, don't we? Yes. So. Um, for me, I really enjoyed it. I, th- I thought it, SummerSlam as a whole was, was really, really good. Um, we had, obviously, the, the pre-show, uh, Drew Gulak winning. What do you think of that match? A um, bit different to a, a normal Cruiserweight um match obviously they're always nine times out of ten they're always going to be on the pre-show um but yeah it was it was different because normally we see obviously especially if you're the likes of tony niece and going back through through history like your nevels and your, your you know cedric alexander's and so on it is a lot more flippy for it so to speak and quite fast paced where yeah. obviously this was more of like a stand-up quite fight obviously there's still that cruiserweight added a little bit into it but it was um yeah it was just different to see that type of cruiserweight style actually you know match instead of just a lot of a lot of speed and a lot of pace in it obviously uh the result i don't know about anyone else has predicted it but i think it was gar- guaranteed that drew gulak was going to beat him yeah um i can't see only Lorcan going on and maybe winning it at some point i don't know but um yeah it was it is what it is and it cruiserweight's always put on a good show i think i don't watch the uh 205 as, as much but I, I always do look forward to the um the, the pre-show cruiserweight matches because they are I remember the one at uh, mainly before last <coughs> excuse me it was really it was, it was the, the good matches and they they probably deserve to be on the, the main card I, I'd say yeah um, um, they always put on a good show and I, but I do think they're still I don't know if they're missing some headline it needs, I think it needs a massive star doesn't it I think uh, would Daniel, I know Daniel Bryan's been spoken about going 
down is that really what he deserves and what he needs is that what he wants so maybe yeah the... dare we say Enzo was it more interesting when Enzo was in it? I think he probably was. Yeah, he added he added something to the star quality. I don't think it's ever gonna be no, Neville being not. in there. Neville, um, yeah, there's another one. It was unbelievable. But like you say maybe Daniel Bryan could do it, maybe obviously we'll get on to maybe Raw a bit later on, but yeah. talks about Rey Mysterio maybe he could he, yeah. he elev, elevate two or five five. I I don't know. Maybe they're just happy with it sitting where it is at the yeah. moment, I don't know. Um so then we go on to Buddy Murphy yeah. beat Apollo Crews via disqualification uh, thanks to some interference from one Mr Rowan. Yeah. Um, for me, it is what it is. I think it was uh, an added match on there that no one knew was, was going to happen. I like the fact that they used the pre-show to sort of extend the storyline a little bit, yeah. add a little bit to it because normally you wouldn't see that on a pre-show. Yeah. Um, Bit of a shame that we didn't see it later on. Maybe something to do with that. Yeah, we we thought it would kind of lead into something towards the end of the pay per view where the whole story behind who attacked uh, Roman Reigns would come out. Because I know a lot of people are thinking it is Buddy Murphy that did it. Um, did they say that they were going to talk about it and then yeah. they never did? Or so um, there was a little tease and some some where they had like a little bit of a promo package about it. Um, don't I can't remember if they said anything on on the Raw afterwards, but I know on the the SmackDown uh, after Slam, there was a little bit of of back and forth there. Buddy, um, Daniel Bryan and Rowan got Buddy Murphy in the locker room, made him say that he lied, um, about saying Rowan did it, and then toward like the, if it it finished with obviously Daniel Bryan saying that on Tuesday's uh, SmackDown the week after. Yeah. They were gonna obviously say this person done it, so it'd be interesting to tune into SmackDown to see who done it. Um, I'm I still think it's Daniel Bryan and Rowan, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see, see which way they want to go with it. So then we move on to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yeah, they defeated the Iconics. I think it was Stone on the certain Stone that they were gonna win. Obviously, Bliss had a, a weird. Not weird, but she had Buzz Lightyear <laughs> She did, didn't she? Attire. Yeah. And I'm not going to be ashamed to say this, but I've never looked at Buzz Lightyear the same since. <laughs> um, yeah, she... I think... I, I, look, I don't get me wrong, I like the Iconics. I prefer them better when they're not speaking because I know they put the voice on. See, for me, I, I, I love the Iconics. I love them. Billy Kay is hilarious. I think she's... She's so yeah. underrated as a performer. I, I think she's I really like her. They are really good. I just for me they have this different persona off screen in terms of the way they speak. And I know there'd be people out there who met them at, at Mania and they don't speak the way they do when they're on, on TV and I think for me that's that's my only issue with them. It's very high pitched, very yeah. Just... I kinda just think that's the point of it though, mate, to be honest with you. I, I just think that's that's what it's all about. For me, I, I like him. I, I'd love to see him back as champs again. I, I'd probably want him to defend it a little bit more yeah. next time round, but um no, they, they've obviously put their the titles on Bliss and Cross and that that's that's fair enough, you know, and that that's working for me. Yeah. Um what else worked for me was the next match um that we've got on the list, Becky and Natalia. Yeah, um, really good match, really good opening. 
to a show again. Yeah. I was not expecting it to open it. I was probably expecting the match after this to open it. Um, but yeah, I think I love the fact that they were set putting in different sharpshooters and the sharpshooter on the ring post. That was that was cool. Yeah. Um, um, just different submissions on each other, putting each other's submission well, it, on each it, other. Well, it was a submission match, mate, so it kind of needed to be like that. No, <laughs> but I just think for the fact that they were, it was like Nick, obviously yeah, yeah. Becky, but the, the sharpshooter on Natalia, but the disarmor, I think it was just really good. The only thing, yeah, it, I just, obviously, everyone knows my feelings on Natalia, but. Um, <sighs> um, but no, it it was a really good opening segment to a to, to a to a pay per view, and yeah, it was brilliant. I think everybody kind of expected it with it being in Canada that Natalia would go over. I can't, I wanted it to, but I didn't really think it was going to happen. It's not Becky's time to to lose the title just yet, and I don't think Natalia is the one to take it from her. Who that is going to be? I, I genuinely couldn't say. I, I don't know at the moment. No. Um, um, but one thing I have to say, obviously, I know you just mentioned there about being in Canada, but for me, Becky was probably more over. I'd say in probably Canada was, than, yeah, yeah. Than Natalia was. Yeah, which she did me. get a fair few boos. Um, mm. I get, I'm, I, I don't even think I can think that can, you can put that down to is the fact that they thought because it was Canada she would go over. And again, there's, there's still loads of momentum in the Becky Lynch as the man um, and the champ thing, so. Yeah. That's fine for me. However, um, I've just realised that we have totally forgot about something that happened on the pre-show and that is completely my fault for not writing it down. And I'm shocked and Phil's looking at me like, what the hell are you on about? But obviously Elias getting speared by Edge. Of course, yeah. yeah of course. Um, Which has led to loads of speculation about him coming back. Yeah. And everybody's sort of like saying it's going to be the Saudi events. Yeah, so as... Again, I don't know if many people know, but Edge is probably my favourite all time. I, I think I probably marked out more than anyone in that room when Edge's music hit, and probably even more when he hit Elias with that spear. Um, so I've looked into it a little bit, and apparently he said in his in the podcast, the uh, Pod of All Awesomeness with Christian, that um, he does feel like he could wrestle again, but not. Yet, if you get me, I, if I read it right, I think he doctors have cleared him. WWE doctors won't clear him, which is understandable. And he, but he does want to wrestle again at some point. Yeah, even if it's just once or twice, um, which kind of makes you think that he's thinking of the Saudi events. Yeah, but again, I, it's I could see it more of like what Goldberg did when he first come back and challenged like Owens and obviously then Lesnar. He only shown up, did a couple of promos, did two matches, and that was that he was gone again. Yeah, I think they'd obviously have to really look at how they put the match together yeah. because it's going to be quite a lot of things that he, he, he can't do. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. So. Yeah. But what a, what a pop! What a was. pop! Massive pop! Yeah. Yeah. So then, next on the list that we've got is Goldberg defeated Dolph Ziggler. Did we really think it was going to be anything other than a squash match? I didn't, but when he hit that super kick at the start, I think, I honestly, I don't know about anyone else, but it shocked me. I thought, could they do it? But um, obviously, they, they didn't, and the, the result that we all expected came out of it. Yeah. However, one thing I was not expecting was then Ziggler running his mouth three times to get yeah. speared another three times. Yeah. Twice. It was 
genuinely very, very funny as well. For me, if it, if the point of the match was for Goldberg to be able to redeem himself following the Undertaker uh, debacle, then as it did, it really do it. Um, <sighs> Possibly not, and maybe no. does he need a longer match? Yeah, that's why I'm thinking if they were going to go down that road and it, to give him the opportunity to show what he can actually do, um, I would have expected it to have gone on a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but Goldberg basically just did what Goldberg does yeah. best: squash matches. Um, yeah. he, he made a career over that, didn't he? Really? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so we go on to AJ Styles defeating Ricochet. Was this ever going to be anything other than a good match? No, uh, probably, and I'm gonna. Throw myself out there a little bit, probably two of the best wrestlers in the business at the moment. I think it's easy to get bored of seeing the same wrestlers doing the same thing over and over again, but these, they, yeah. the, the matches that they've had over the past few weeks, um, they they don't disappoint. The 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 wrestling matches, aren't yeah. they? Um, whether Vince wants to admit that people still call it wrestling, that that's up to him. Um, it is wrestling, and it's yeah. still real to me. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, another great match. Um, do we have to talk? Well, yeah, I suppose we do, really. Bailey and Ember Moon. Yeah, Bailey won. Uh, Bailey won. <laughs> no, um, Happy egg. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know, yeah, it was. It is what it was. I think Bailey was always going to win it. They didn't put much behind the story because they were both faces, and there was that one week where Ember attacked Bailey and Bailey attacked the back. But no, um, I can't. I just can't invest in. In, in Bailey as much as people want to. No. It's probably more more so issues in NXT. NXT she was brilliant. I'd be, I actually I'm not saying enjoyed it, but she was alright in NXT and then I think when they brought her up they've they've sort of booked her as the worst out of the four horsewomen, for example. I think yeah. that's the way it's been booked and yeah, even now with obviously spoiler if no one knows, but Sasha Banks is back. Um I think for me, even now, Sasha Banks goes away for so long and she can still come back, get put into the position she's in and people are more invested in her than they still yeah. are of a champion than Bailey. Yeah. Craig can't stand the gimmick. Liam Tynan loves the gimmick. It's definitely a Marmite thing, isn't it? You yeah. either love it or you hate it. Um, is what it is. Yeah. Kevin Owen and Shane McMahon. Um, yeah, probably went on longer than a thought it was going to be uh, obviously Elias was getting involved a lot more, I loved the the bit where obviously Owen, they gave Owens the churn, Shane was screaming at him for, to hit him with it, Yeah, I thought that was brilliant and you could see like the, the confusion the, the, the conflict that, that Kevin Owens had uh, thought it was absolutely brilliant, crack and bucking um, and obviously Kevin Owens picking up the win yep which again, for me, was always going to happen. I think they were never going to get him to quit. No. Um. Obviously, I was hoping then that meant no more Shane McMahon. But obviously, on SmackDown he came out and found him for what he did. But I think we'll probably see a little bit more of that in Clash of Champions. Maybe added onto it. Maybe, yeah, it's something's going to happen with this. I think even more. I think I think he was a good match. I don't think Shane's going away, and I. I anytime soon and I'm quite happy with that look there's a reason why Kurt Angle says one of his favourite matches of all time was the, the, the King of the Ring match uh, that he had with Shane Shane can perform Shane is a, is a, is a great wrestler and he's great on the mic no I, and, and I can't disagree in that but 
when you have the likes of, let's just say, Buddy Murphy, for example, and what I've heard was the only reason why he's in the storyline was by a complete and utter mistake in terms of the Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns thing, was because he was literally just in the background yeah. and he wasn't supposed to be there. Obviously, he's very lucky that he just fell into that, fell into it by mistake. However, prior to that, he wasn't on screen at all. And you have someone like Shane McMahon, who was on Raw and SmackDown getting half an hour, hour segments every week. That's me only. Issue. Yeah, I can understand people's frustrations with it, and I get it. But for me, I'd, and I, I appreciate what he's doing. I, I, I'm happy to see him on TV anyway, put it that way. Um, do we do we go with Charlotte now, or do we talk about it at the end? Do we talk about Bray Wyatt at the end? I, think we, I don't know. Um, I, I think we should leave the best of last. In terms so for of, you, Bray's the best of last? Yeah. All right, well, we'll go with Kofi then. That was an odd one. That, for um, me, the worst match on... The, in other words, <coughs> the worst finish Yeah, on, on, double on count card. out, um, yeah. and Kofi going a bit mental at the end. Um, didn't really do much for me. No. Is it time that Kofi... Drops this belt now. Uh, is it time the new day turn on him? Um, Cross him, or would they do it another way? That I would have preferred. I would have wanted Randy to win. I think honestly, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's gone the way they wanted to with Kofi when holding the belt. Yeah. I think. I don't. But for me, I don't think Randy Orton's the one to take it off him. But. No, that's that's, that's my, just my opinion but I, honestly I could see this going a little bit further even if it goes on to Survivor Series because I know at the moment there's this revival with Orton could that lead to like a, you know, like a traditional Survivor Series match where the New Day had like two more people and, and they had two more people to and have like a little bit of an elimination match I don't know um, but obviously this is going to go on to Clash of Champions, obviously. Yeah, the crowd wasn't happy with the outcome either. And um, the meat wasn't, the, the crowd... No, he wasn't finished. either. No, no it was just, wasn't for me, it was just a confusion. There was, yeah. You couldn't see the ref counting, you yeah. didn't know what was going on. It wasn't necessary. Yeah. Um, so, we'll talk about... Yeah, we'll do Charlotte and Trish match. For me, strike me down if you don't believe me, I, I, I don't care. For me... It was the match of the night. What a match I that I thought that was. Trish was awesome. Yeah, very, um, very good. For all the talk of of not for just being a pretty face and she was there for her looks rather than a talent. And we've all said that throughout the course of her career, she did get better. But she's never had a match like that. No, that And was I was brilliant. so pleased that she did because it makes her bigger for me. Yeah, again, um, was she added to it to add, to give Charlotte a match? Probably. Was she added to it just because it was in Toronto? Possibly. Yeah. But but whatever the reason, it was unbelievable. It absolutely paid yeah. off. It um, was it, for me, as I said, it was match of the night. And what and again, I think the outcome was always going to be that most wrestlers, if that is her done now, most wrestlers do go out on yeah, the back. She won't be back now. She can't. She won't stop that now. No. Um, but again, the send off that she got at, at the end of it from Definitely. from the crowd, absolutely fantastic. Deserved. Definitely. Um, I'm not happy with this. You're not happy with it. I'm still not happy with it. Okay. Um, I remember saying to Alex halfway through the match that Seth is going to win. It took way too much punishment 
for him to and to still be going for him to not win. Yeah. Seth Rollins is now the new Universal Champion. Phil Taylor's not happy. Everybody else is. Um, go on. So, I'm down the middle with this, and I'm going to shock Phil with what I'm going to say about Brock Lesnar now. I am one of them people who doesn't like... Not doesn't like Brock Lesnar. And it's more the fact that when he's champion... Probably more this... Not so this time, because I think he appeared more... But in previous times he's held it, you see it once every five weeks. That was my biggest issue. The, the, you go, the, the trying to make Raw the, the A show, keep it as the A show, but on SmackDown the champion was always there. For me, that was the problem with Brock Lesnar. One thing I can say about like, Brock Lesnar is even now with Paul Heyman, it still doesn't get old when you hear Paul Heyman speak and you hear that music hit. You do go, oh God. Who's going to get hurt right now? Um, but I don't like the way they've booked Seth Rollins over that time since he lost that belt. Um, I think after he won it, it was trying to ride the coattails of, of Becky Lynch and there was that storyline there. Because yeah, they were always going to put that Shock together, horror. Yeah. They're going out, if you didn't know. Um, I didn't like the feud with Baron Corbin. Um I was actually quite pleased when Brock won it. I was, I knew it was going to happen because, God help, he was the money in the bank told that he was always going to win yeah. it. But um, it'd be just interesting to see what happens now. We've not seen Brock since. Is it a case of he's going to go to SmackDown because SmackDown's going to be owned by Fox and Fox want a bit more realism in terms of what they see? I don't know. Um, we do know that he's going to be on the... Or, I think he's going to be on that 20th anniversary of SmackDown or the 1,000 episode of SmackDown, whatever yeah. it is. He is going to be on there. Um, yeah, and I f- the result shook, shook me. Credit to Brock Lesnar for taking the, the, the pin. Yeah. Um, but I do agree in terms of you seeing Seth Rollins get hit by a chair 15 million times. Yeah, for those of you that's not seen the match yet uh, from SummerSlam, um, just go and watch the one at uh, WrestleMania. Because it was basically just the same. Yeah. Um, and I'm not happy with it. Yeah. So there we go. But anyway, new Universal Champion, Seth Rollins. Is Bray Wyatt the best thing in wrestling right now? Certainly in WWE, I would say, yeah. Yes. What an entrance. That man is a beast. It was arguably the best entrance I've seen in a long, long time. I think... If for the people who were who were at the meet, and if if people, I can describe it to people who weren't there. The the whole room went silent. Yeah. After it happened, well, again, again, if you're not seeing the entrance, please go and go and see it. Um, he comes out with a a lantern, the shape of his own face, which yep. was just amazing. People were it it gave me goosebumps just watching yep. it. Um, after it happened, the room went out in applause. Yeah. Um and again I, I don't I don't know if Phil's seen this, but if anyone's seen Johnny Gargano watching that entrance when they did this NXT people some NXT people and I think it was heavy machinery were watching some of the new thing they like no, to I'm do not now. This. So the what they've been doing, I think they did it for the last pay-per-view as well, they'll get a group of wrestlers together and some legends of Santino in this one as well. Hey. And and they basically just sit there and they watch 
SummerSlam. Right, okay. And you've got pizza and they're all chatting and stuff like that. And as it's happened, people were talking about... I think Sonny Deville was talking to someone from Heavy Machinery. They were all chatting. Santino was there. And in, in the very... On the far like right-hand side, if you're watching it, or the left-hand side, whatever, uh, whichever way, you're watching it. And Gargano is just staring. Not speaking, he's just watching it. And there's some guy behind him going, oh, I wanted to see this. But Gargano is just glued to the screen. It is unbelievable. It was perfect. Um, we we have a spoiler reel on the group. Um, no spoilers until 9pm the next day. Um, but I'm pretty sure this leaked. And I don't think anybody really cared. Because you just could not, not talk about it. Um and the match itself was exactly what we thought it would be, except for the fact that we thought it would put Finn out, and it didn't. Um, was he on Raw? No, no. So I don't, I don't think we've seen him since. I don't think. Right. Well, maybe it has um, been. I'm not quite sure. I. But for me, I, one thing I wasn't expecting was Finn to get as much attacking as he did. Yeah. But what I do like was the little bits of you could see like the Bray Wyatt's like. Obviously, you couldn't hear them, but they were they were paying off like a bit of like a a voice in it, voices in his head type of thing. I think it was set up absolutely perfectly for me, and I'm gonna shut people where I want to say, but it should have ended SummerSlam. That's how it should have finished with him on the ramp looking down. Okay, but I I I think that's just because of the way it went over. But yeah, so we'll see what's next for the for the fiend, um, and what happens next with Finn um, I kind of expected him to be going out of the arena in a stretcher and an ambulance because I thought that's the way they would go to sort of like giving his time off um, but that didn't happen but that, that that's fine no problem yeah um, but obviously you know, he, he definitely didn't appear on the roar afterwards where there was a little bit of again because we've not wrote those down but since then but I think there was a bit of obviously Sasha Banks came back yeah um, beat up Natalia which I thought was a cracking way of making Sasha Banks heal especially the fact that it was still in Toronto she yep. was talking about her dad um, and obviously Sasha Banks came back and attacked her she then attacked Becky Lynch I'm happy to see her back yeah which I never thought I'd say no with blue hair with blue hair because what? blue means heal right is that is that genuine? I don't or know. We just made it up. Well, she came up with purple hair and she, she looked face and she gave Natalia a hug and then she hit her, took her wig off and then she got blue hair. So blue must mean heal. Blue I must don't mean know. heal. All right, okay. Uh, was the blue meaning always heal then? Potentially. Who else was blue? Um, no. No. Okay. Out of 10, are you giving a pay per view? I'm giving it eight. I'm going to say, for me, just because of the Kofi and Bailey, I'm going to drop it to a 7.5. 7. 7.5. Yeah. I don't see the point, but that's fine. No problem. So, um, I've not seen much of Raw from the following the following Raw or SmackDown. Have you? Uh, since since Slam. Since Slam. So, I say the Monday Banks came back. Yeah. Um, we won't go into... By the time this podcast goes out, we'll, Raw will have already happened. Again, because of the spoiler thing, we, we won't we won't go into it. Um, but we can definitely talk about the Raw and SmackDown after Slam. Um, so, I for me, I think it was just all about Sasha Banks coming back. I think that was the big thing on Raw. Um, and then, for obviously, there was a little bit with saying that Brock Lesnar wasn't going to get a title shot again. 
Um, and then, yeah. And then, like I say, the, the SmackDown afterwards, it was just mainly a carry-on from who attacked who. There was a really good match between uh, The New Day and Orton and The Revival. It was, you know, that was good, I think. They're setting up, like I said before, a little thing with, with The Revival. Potentially going after the SmackDown tags now, which is a bit weird because they were on Raw only yeah. like two weeks before. But yeah. wild card rule. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was... They are what they are. I think after after a big pay per view like they do, they, they do like to throw a bit of a uh, maybe excitement bit in there, like say with Banks or just to carry on storylines from the. Are we starting to see a change in Raw and SmackDown now since um, Bischoff and and Heyman are taking over? Is Bischoff has he actually started on SmackDown yet? Uh, so apparently he's just feeling it out at the moment and just trying to get used to his like new to his new surroundings. But okay. I think I've definitely seen a change in Raw. Um, since Heyman's took it over, I think it's just got a lot more exciting. Um, I like the weirdly, I like the street profits showing up once in a while. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I do. Um, yeah. The twenty four seven title still continuing to gather momentum. Yeah, um, I get, there's a question on that in a bit. So I don't want to touch right. too much That's upon fine. that. Um, um, but yeah, Drake it's... Maverick still yet to consummate his marriage. Yeah. Um, what a lad, putting the title <laughs> before his missus. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've all done that when we bought him so that, that's fair enough do you know what I mean <laughs> um, but yeah it's brilliant and I don't know if, if anyone's seen it um, but on Xavier Woods' YouTube channel uh, Up Up Down Down they've done uh, the three of them so they had uh, R-Truth Carmella and Drake Maverick and most of the people who go on there they're always out of character Right. this was full in character I can imagine all three of been... them yeah. it was genuinely really really funny like Jake Maverick is I'm going to throw it out there, one of the most underrated guys on that roster, just because, yeah, I think he's just brilliant. Who is an up-down-down champion? Uh, currently, it is Seth Rollins. So he's, really? Yeah, okay. and I was just going to do a spoiler from Raw from last night, but I'm not going to. So. Okay. Uh, Steve Smith bought one when we was over in um, New York for WrestleMania. He bought it from the uh, Access shop. I was like, okay, I don't really get it. It looks all right. He brought it with him to, to Slam, and I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um, I just I just don't think it's something that I will buy personally no. myself. But um, I don't. Has Craig got one? No, Craig's not got no, one. Yet, has he's he not, no, no, I don't think he has. But I just yeah. Um, I I I really do like Jake Malfrick and our truth and all that side of it. But um. Yeah, and the one thing we didn't see on Raw and SmackDown was the fiend. The fiend. Yeah. Um, there was rumours that they want to keep him off TV as much as they can, and only make it quite special. For me, if they were doing that, they should have more fun, uh, Firefly Funhouse episodes. Because since the fiends come back, you don't really see much of them. And again, I think it's one of the questions that we're going to answer later on, and I, I think it, as Chris Bullard that's answered, asked it, I, I might be wrong. Um, do we see? Does does it? Sp- split into two do we see more of Bray and then we see of The Fiend or do we see one of the I think he might even have commented on the group about it I'm not quite sure yeah. um, should it be two separate characters should it be just the one and it, is it a bit like Demon Bala do we does it we just see it when we need it or uh, no or are they going with The Fiend as the main character I, I think it should be The Fiend as the main character just because I think looking back through the demon and and the Bala situation, 
he, he only becomes a demon in, in big matches. Yeah, at Royal Rumble, he fought Brock Lesnar for the Universal title, but wasn't the demon. So, does that added bit? When do they use it? When don't they use it? Um, I'm loving the fact that he's attacking legends. So, we've had Mick Foley and, and Kurt Angle since then. Again, um, I just I love the fact that he's attacking legends now. Um, I don't know if that means he's going to face a legend because yeah. it'll be sort of why you're attacking all my mates. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it yeah. I just think I for me personally it should be the fiend is the main character. Bray Wyatt is the fun fight, firefight, funhouse guy. Um, yeah, I think everything he's doing at the moment is working, and I just don't want them to ruin it. So okay. So we've covered SummerSlam, Raw and SmackDown. Um, we'll touch on just a couple of other little business bits before we go on to the questions and answers bit. Um, Raven has been announced as appearing for the Love of Wrestling next year, where we will be. So make sure you come and check us out when you go. Um, Raven was a... He was all right, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's won... How many um, hardcore titles did he win? Was it 24? Something like that. He re- yeah, he, I, I honestly think, and we, we we were talking a bit about people who don't get the plaudits that they, they should do. I think Raven should get more than he does. Um, yeah, did Goldberg beat him for the um, US title in WCW? I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think he did. Could be wrong. Um, but obviously everybody remembers him Remembers him more for his, his days in ECW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ah, it'll definitely be one that I'll go and speak to for sure. Um, decent, decent little acquisition. For, for yeah, and I'm looking at the. Obviously, I think I don't know if they can top getting the likes of Kurt Angle and Trish Stratus in. I don't. I don't know if they can or not. Yeah. For me, Kurt Angle's the one to go and see. Definitely have to somehow meet Kurt Angle. Cause yeah. Well, I was expecting my new belt day to be here, and it, it's not happening, so it's not going to come till tomorrow. But I've got a WWF Winged Eagle, uh, Big Eagle, uh, courtesy of Mister Payne, um, that Mister Angle will be signing at the Full of Wrestling, and it will be going straight into a frame. Um, so yeah, he de- definitely needs to be there. Yeah, because me, I think um, me and Gary Jones on the way down to to Bourne and Woodward, we're, we're chatting about Full of Wrestling and on which belts would you get signed by whom. And the one we were talking about was Kurt Angle. Yeah. For me, if I was, if I had the belt and I would want to sign, more than likely, big gold. Um, just for for me because okay. obviously he lost it at WrestleMania, something to to Rey Mysterio and that triple threat with Randy Orton. But obviously you still got the likes of your TNAs and and stuff like that. You can go and get signed. But yeah. for me, Kurt Angle's the head the headliner, so to speak, of the of the convention, but. You know, there's still a lot of time till April and maybe more people to be announced. So, it cool. could shock me. Um, as we touched upon at the beginning of the podcast, we've had a little bit of a change around in our admin team. So, Craig has brought in Mr. Mark Irvine and Mr. Bob Ricks. Um, I know it's one of the questions. We'll probably just go into it now uh, while we're talking about it. How's Bob finding uh, the team so far? That's from Craig. Um, well, first of all, a massive thank you for giving the opportunity to, to have a crack at it. Never thought it would happen. Um, you know, I, I come down to to the Rumble meet and I helped out full of a wrestling and obviously the SummerSlam meet. I do it because I enjoy wrestling. It, it was never a, a thought in my mind of I'd ever get 
that opportunity. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Cool. Um, the guys have welcomed me in very nicely. Um, Phil was overjoyed <laughs> by it, um, especially when we had a, you know, we, we spoke yesterday um, about it, like the fact that it came out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. My words to Phil was, it was a bit like an RKO. It was a bit it, like an RKO. It came out of nowhere, but um, yeah, massive thank you for giving me the opportunity. And then Mark, obviously, is a bit of a, an old-timer in the group now. He's, he's, he's one of our mates, so it was good for, for having him on board as well. Um, and he's, from what I've seen, he seems to be enjoying it and he's, he's, he's doing well, so... Um. So yeah. So there we go. Right. Should we do the questions? Yeah. Right. So Craig, first of all, um, who's winning the men's rumble and who's women uh, winning the women's rumble? Uh, for me, the men's one was easier to pick than the well, women's. You've, well, you well you've wrote down Drew McIntyre and Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So I just think they need to give Drew McIntyre something. Um. He's absolutely amazing. That Claymore kick is probably one of the best finishers they've got going in the WWE at the moment. I just think they need to give him something. Um, I don't know what. I know he was quite favourite on, on the betting sites for, for so long. Right. Um, I had a quick nose this morning and that's now changed completely. Uh, I think the favourite now is Shock Horror Roman Reigns, but we won't get into that. Roman um, Reigns. But yeah, I went for Drew McIntyre for that. And okay. I think the women's one... I think she's going to come back. I don't know when she's going to come back, but what better time for her to come back than at a surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble? Maybe. Um, if Drew McIntyre is getting anything in the valley by now, that's my opinion mm. on it. So it will be Roman Reigns. Um, for me, the women's winner will be... either Charlotte or Becky. Back-to-back... Um, -back Mania title wins for Becky. I think that's a possibility that, that, that an avenue that they could go down. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely reigns for me. Um, and I'll go with, I'll go with Becky. Weirdly, again. the favourite so far for the women's, which really threw me when I had a look because I I can't remember who it was when I last time I checked. But the actual favourite at the moment is actually Kyrie Sane to win the the women's Royal Rumble. But oh okay. Um, yeah, yeah I, I just think, for me, she's going to come back at some point. Why not at one of the big pay-per-views? I don't think Charlotte's had um, a Rumble win yet on the CV, has she? No, I think it was Oscar no. and then, and then so Becky. So they'll, they'll do it. I'm sure she'll win it at one point. So um, Next question, we've got Liam. How did you feel SummerSlam weekend went? Um, the wrestling bits as well. So we, we talked about it at the beginning. <coughs> Excuse me, really enjoyed it. Um, fancy dress was great. Um, Alex as Rikishi yeah. and Dusty we've already mentioned. Yeah, we're doing another one for Mania next year. If you didn't go to Rumble and if you didn't go to SummerSlam, for God's sake, get on this. Tickets are fifteen quid now. Um, you've got no, no. excuses. We're even talking about putting on a mini bus for people. For God's sake, get on this. The brilliant. It's yeah. so chilled out. There's people that. Are, are turning up to the, these meets and they're, they're, they're coming out of the comfort zones and they're meeting new people which is all what it's about um, get on it you'll enjoy it um, I can't stress that enough yeah and, and for, for me in terms of the summer summer weekend we didn't pick up on it before but it, it adds into this mania thing the, one of the best things that happened over that weekend 
was the quiz that was put on. And yeah, for me personally, it wasn't just the fact that you were was... you were shit at the quiz. I expected more from you. Okay, Phil. First of all, I'm 25, mate, and some of them questions were about things that happened we're not way make it before easy I was born. We're not going to make it easy. But um, for me, for the the added little bit of actually getting out there and getting into a team of people that you didn't know, yeah, was that was absolutely that was absolutely fantastic. Was that, one, was that Craig's idea as well? I think wouldn't so. surprise no. me. No, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it was it was brilliant, cracking idea. It got me out there because most people don't know, and you'd be surprised about this, but. I can be quite shy at times, um, <laughs> especially meeting new people. Um, but yeah, to get into a team of, of the four, um, and yeah, it was brilliant. There was a few disagreements in some of the answers, some of them that we, we got right, some of them that we wish we were on the other answer. But uh, no, it was absolutely fantastic. And I think for me, if anyone is nervous about meeting new people, that goes out the window. Definitely. Because get on it. I think Phil backed me up on this and not many people know this. The first time Phil and myself spoke was in our work work of place. It was. And I had a wrestling t shirt on. I wanna say it was Nakamura. No, it wasn't. It was that's I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you the story quick. It was he had a three D T shirt on, Dudley Boys. And I walked he walked past me and I said, Alright mate, a nice T shirt and he just totally ignored me. What a tool. Um, but, but that's the reason yeah. behind that is I think that most people in the UK know because it's a little bit different than the US is you don't get to know many wrestling fans and they're very few and far between so being able to be in a room full of wrestling fans yeah. and you don't care what you're saying because of that it's brilliant cool we've got 10 minutes left of the podcast so we're going to fire through these as quick as we can um, Chris Laidlow NXT going live on USA Network for a weekly two hour show and competing with AEW what are your thoughts I'm fine with it as long as he doesn't take away what NXT is yeah so um, it's staying at full sale which is brilliant um I think it's probably the best thing to use at the moment to compete against AEW, if that's needed. We'll see. Yeah, definitely, if it's needed. Uh, ben Delaney, King of the Ring is back, but should it be a pay-per-view or just on SmackDown and Raw, like it is this year? Absolutely, it should be a pay-per-view, and it should take uh, precedence over Survivor Series. There you go. Okay. okay. Uh, not for me. I like Survivor Series. It should be a pay-per-view, but I like Survivor Series. I think it should just be... I don't, I'm not a big fan of Clash of Champions. I don't I don't like it, okay. but um, I personally think it should be pay-per-view. Add a little bit more limelight onto it, but I enjoy this year's one. Massive stars in it, and I like it. It's got no like people who've been around for years. It's Well, obviously, maybe minus The Miz, but um, you know the likes of Ricochet and, and, and people like that. Absolutely fantastic, and I can't wait to see who goes on to win. Cool. Um, we've got Chris's question about The Fiend. We have answered that one. Yeah. Um, Craig, what are you looking forward to more, Lanza or Rumble? God, I'm going to both. You're only going to one. So I'm looking forward to Rumble because <laughs> that's the only one I'm Rumble. going to. Um, I'm looking forward to Lanza because it's a break I need. It's a break you need. It's a break a lot of us need. So, um, son, Craig getting me drunk. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Lanza. Uh, another one from Craig. How's Bob finding the team so far? We've covered that one yeah. at the beginning. Uh, next one from James Mallet. Which wrestling event in history that you weren't at would have most liked to have been at? God. Uh, um, I think I said it before. Mania 19. Just to be there for Rock and Austin when Rock finally wins. That, that, that was, would have been cool for me. Um, for me, because again... Um, more of the modern stuff for me 
I'm going to say WrestleMania 30 just to witness Daniel Bryan winning the title. Okay, Kenny, Kenny Aston's answer to this would be WrestleMania 35 because he was there, but he was asleep for most of it. Um, Dan, oh, Andy Connolly's next question. Fiend persona being made more child-friendly, do you guys agree with that or should it be allowed to stay the same? Stay the same. Stay the same. I think since um, this came out that they were going to do it, um, I think PW Insider uh, tweeted it out and Bray Wyatt tweeted it back with a picture of himself saying, I'd love to know where you're getting your information from. This is wrong. So I think it's absolutely fantastic that he's answering these for us. <laughs> but yeah, it needs to stay the same. And for me, get worse. Get more, less child-friendly. Absolutely. Especially when... It, yeah, definitely. I want to see a thin lantern head now. Oh, so much you could do with it. Um, damn PG. Anyway, Dan Jeffries, what are you... What are both of you our favourite things in all wrestling right now from any company? Um, for me, it probably is the Bray gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, something that I always look out for um, on Raw. Um, obviously, it's very racy on SmackDown. But just because it was also in the question, and I do want to answer it, for me, I love, and I never thought I'd say this, but that 24 7 championship. 24 7 title is cool. Yeah. Brilliant. Drake. Our truth, Elias, they're all running with it, and they've, they've, everybody was down on the idea because it wasn't a hardcore title. But it's, dare I say, is it better? I think it probably is. Yeah, it's it's um, got more of a comedic value to it. Definitely. Maverick's making it his own. Um, yeah, it's just brilliant. He went to obviously comic cons and stuff. Brilliant. Craig. Uh, did you manage to drop the right one at the framers and not keep the Triple H one there? <laughs> well, as as it's not been delivered to me today, mate, yeah, I've still got the Triple H one. They've not gone to the framers as yet. I'm sure you guys have all seen it on the group. Uh, Craig has got um, the old women's title and the WWF Big Eagle. Uh, that one's signed by Triple H and the women's title is, is signed by Stephanie McMahon. What? two belts they are yeah. they have amazing and I genuinely cannot wait to see them uh, in person and as I mentioned before I've also got a WWF um, Big Eagle coming to me and I'm getting a WWE Championship the one that The Rock unveiled coming to me I will make sure that it goes, the right one goes to the famous don't worry because I don't fancy <laughs> getting my ass kicked by you um, speaking of getting my ass kicked what moves Craig says can you see happening on holiday um, RKO's Definitely into the water. Has to happen. Yeah, Helen's going to be taking so many, um, so many wrestling moves on everybody. I can imagine it's just going to be a, a big free for all. We probably should take a twenty four seven title with us as well. Um, Craig also asks, which belts would you both like next? I'm going in a bit of an old school direction now, so I want um, the WCW TV title next. That's mine. Uh, for me, I'm going to say the North American Championship in NXT. I just like the look of it. Cool. Because it means I can get Velveteen Dream side plate. True. Uh, ben Delaney asks, if a movie about a wrestler was to be made, which wrestler would you like it to be about and why? Tough question. For me... Isn't there a Hogan one supposed to be coming out? There was one about a certain wrestler that I'm not going to say his name out loud because I know people don't really like. Obviously, for the right reason, people don't like him. There was supposed to be a movie about him coming out, um, which I would like to see, yeah. just for that idea. But for me, and I don't know if anyone's going to disagree or not, Vince McMahon. 
Yeah, I suppose uh, that's the only one you could really go with. Um, yeah. Maybe an Andre the Giant proper film, not Yeah, a there was a documentary, documentary on it. Yeah, I think the documentary's pretty much covered that one. Vince, yeah, we'll go with Vince. Um, Chris Bullard, do you feel like in 20, 30 years people will talk about the modern stars as fondly as we do, the likes of HBK, Hogan and Flair these days, and if so, who? No, I don't. Not a chance. There's no stars now currently, other than John Cena, that you could say are proper legends and be spoken in the same breath as HBK and Hogan and Flair. That's my opinion. I'm going to say, depending how they do it, I think there's more chance now the way they bring up the stars from NXT, maybe, but I mean, very, very slightly. The only person now that's wrestling nowadays that I could possibly say they could do that with, potentially, AJ Styles. Potentially. Okay. Okay. Adam Oakley, what's your favourite WWF belt? My favourite WWF belt is my WWF um, classic tag signed by well will be signed by um, Money Inc and Demolition um, and also <laughs> as I mentioned before my big eagle you're getting a big eagle mate I'm getting a big eagle oh, okay. uh, for me I'm just going to go very very down the line with a intercontinental championship cool. Mark Beavis if you could go back in time to sit front row at SummerSlam 92 or the Champions League final in 1999 which one would it be it would be the Champions League the final, final in 1999 because we're both Mad Man United <laughs> fans even though people think we're not we are um, have we got any more uh, yeah. there's a couple more isn't there yeah. Alex Simkin tell Craig and all the other listeners where we are all going together in January and what for please so where are you going? In I'm going to Royal Rumble in January in Texas. Oh, so am I. Okay, so is Craig and Alex Simkin is definitely going to the Royal Rumble in January in Texas with me, Craig and Bob and Steve. And I think who else is coming? Um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. So no. sorry for forgetting your name. Um, but I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it Genuinely either. can't wait for it. Um, Gavin Kennedy, are we getting Cassius as a special guest at Mania, me and what happened to Drake? We've not found Drake. My next goal is to get Cassius in the group. That would be amazing. Yeah. And then who knows what happens in the Mania meet. But again, that was from our resident referee, Gavin. Yeah, who didn't get in when he should have done. Yeah. Um, that and was the last question Jerry that we, Bakewell. Yeah, it was. Poor yeah, Jerry didn't get in. Last question is from my wife, Helen. Who is the most forgotten wrestler on SmackDown? Oh. Very tough. Um, oh, nowadays or just in general? We're we'll going nowadays. Nowadays, um, oh, that's tough. I'm gonna go for. Just, and I know he's just coming back in now, but I was previously I would say Buddy Murphy. Buddy just, Murphy. But he's currently coming in there. We'll go with Buddy Murphy. Um, have we got any more? Um, one more. Quick one, got a minute left. Uh, Mark, if AEW, New Japan and NXT put on a joint super show, even if only for charity, would it be good business for all companies? If not, which, no. I don't think they'd do that. I don't think they'd do w it. They would never entertain it. They would never do it. I think the only pay out of them, the only ones who could get something out is New Japan, just because it'll make them a bit more on yeah. the, the bigger show, but uh, they'll never do it. Cool. There we go. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this um, episode of the podcast. Um, thank you very much to Mr. Bob Ricks. 
Thank you, Mr. Philip Taylor. And Craig will be back with the next one in two weeks' time, where we'll, we'll go more in-depth about Mania, I'm sure you will. Um, keep an eye out for Man Cave Monday, which is coming back on the group, which um, Craig will be doing next week. So thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you later. Bye.